everyone. This is Dave Dubow here with another episode of the Property Profits Real Estate Podcast. Today, zooming in all the way from beautiful Oakville, Ontario. We've got a real estate entrepreneur. We've got a gentleman who originally started investing in the States, moved to Canada a couple of years ago, and is still investing in the States from a distance. Mr. Sharad Mehta. Sharad, welcome. Thank you, Dave, for having me on the call. I appreciate it, man. Yeah, my pleasure. All right. So, Sharad, first of all, Tell me a little bit about what kind of real estate investing were you focusing on and do you continue to do in the States? What, what do you guys do? I'm, I'm doing a lot of fix and flip yeah. and some wholesaling and I own rental properties all in US. All right. So mostly single family homes? Mostly single family, some two to four units. Okay. Very good. So you came to Canada a couple of years ago. Big question might be why? <laughs> what brought you to Canada? Oh, I'm Canadian resident, so I moved back. Uh huh. All right. So you're yeah. a Canadian resident. You were living in the states for a while, and you moved back. Now, yeah. I know a lot of Canadians are very attracted to the idea of investing in the states. Can you compare and contrast a little bit? You know the pros and cons of the states versus Canada as uh, for the kind of investment. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I think what I've noticed in states is the the entry, the amount that you need to enter into an investment property is a lot lower compared to Canada. You know, you could, it's it's a better market to invest for rental in US, but for long-term appreciation, I see a better market to invest in Canada. Again, I haven't invested in Canada, but just talking to our friends and family in Canada, it seems like, you know, especially in the last couple of years, how the houses have appreciated but in us just like a lower entry point to get into the market is a big attraction yeah and i mean it's everybody's a genius when the market's going up like crazy but it doesn't always do that so right. <laughs> so the the fundamentals make a little bit more sense in the states and it's a lot cheaper to get involved in the market correct absolutely yeah absolutely yeah. all right very good so sharad you are now living full-time in beautiful oakville how are you keeping tabs on flips and long-term buy and holds and everything that you do with, with your properties down in the States? So in 2015, I moved from Chicago. I used to live in Chicago from 2005 through 15. And I started in, investing in Indiana, which is right outside of Chicago, Northwest Indiana. 2015, I moved to San Diego. And once I moved there, you know, I still had my investing business. So I started looking at you know, all the systems and processes that I would need to, you know, manage my investment business. I didn't find anything. So I created the software company pretty simply just to have everybody on my team be on one platform. So that's what we started using. And that's what we use right now to manage everything. I mean, I haven't been back to States in two years since the, the COVID pandemic started, and it hasn't really affected our business in, in any way. So what are some of the challenges that you see people having if they're trying to hodgepodge their their property management, especially from a distance? What are, what are some of the big issues people have? Uh, some of the big issues that we notice is if they are self-managing or if they are using a property management company. Let's say self-managing. Self-managing would be like not having a good process would be a big one. And you're know, not always trusting the process. So... You know, for example, I'll give you an example. If I have a tenant screening process where I say, okay, I have to have a minimum credit score of 650, right? I have to stay firm to that. 
you know, I cannot say, okay, for this tenant, everything else looks really good. You know, I'm going to bend the rules on the credit score and accept somebody with 550. That personally, I notice is one big challenge that people run into is not having a clear written set of rules that they follow and then sticking with those, you know, day in, day out. You know, sometimes if you stick with them, everything is going to be great. Some days you're going to have, you know, even after you follow everything that you're supposed to, things don't work out. But for us, the important thing is like trusting the process. You know, more often than not, things will work out in our favor. And that's what we're hoping to do. And then this will be no, okay, we're trusting the process. And if something doesn't work in the system, then the goal would be, okay, let's just go in and improve one step in the process rather than get overwhelmed with the entire process. Sounds like you've got a background in this kind of stuff. What was your profession before you focused on real estate full-time, Sharad? I used to be an accountant. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that explains it. That yeah. explains it. The processes and the numbers and the checks and balances. Yeah, most. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm I'm big on that. Like for us, it's about just trusting the process, and you know, like that's the only way we know things are moving forward. And if I do one thing one way today and then change my process tomorrow, then I don't know what's working, what's not working. Guilty, been guilty of that yeah. a few times myself. That's for sure. All right, oh, yeah, I mean, so it's, it's much easier said than done. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, like <laughs> <laughs> that's why we need guys like you that are very, very focused. And, yeah process-minded. That's a fascinating idea. Hold that thought for a second. Hi there, this is Dave Debo, and real estate investors hire me to raise capital the right way. Why? Because most of them are stuck with too small of a portfolio, and they don't know how to attract investors and raise money for their deals. So I help them to connect, capture, and close their ideal money partners. Bottom line, when you've got a deal, you're going to have the capital to do it. So go ahead and book a no-cost capital clarity session with me at bookachatwithdave.com. Again, that's bookachatwithdave.com. So Sharad, tell me a little bit about what about if you are managing... So, well, let me ask you this. Your personal portfolio in the States, are you self-managing that or do you have property management companies taking care of some of your stuff? I own a property management company that takes care of the properties that I manage and also... We sell properties to some other investors, so we also manage for them. Okay, so how does that look? Like, let's say, for example, you didn't have your own property management company and you're hiring somebody else. What tips or suggestions do you have for people for managing the managers from a distance? Managing the managers would be, I would definitely talk to as many references as possible from the owners that they've been managing for. So I would talk to... Let's say if I were hiring a property management company, I would talk to like at least five to six references of, uh, you know, I'll talk to five to six owners that the property management company is managing properties for. I would like to talk to somebody that they've been managing for just only two to three months, somebody that they've been managing for one to two years, people that have maybe a couple of properties versus people that have, you know, more than five, six or 10 properties, just to kind of see if they're, you know, if I have one property that I'm looking for somebody to manage, and then this property management company, when I check the references, they take really good care of investors that are that own more than 10 properties. But for somebody that just owns one property, they don't really care about, you know, that kind of tells you how you are going to be treated. And oh, then mind I you, would, they're, they're only going to give you their best references anyhow. So is there is there any other kind of due diligence you, you would suggest people do? I mean, I would definitely call them as a potential tenant, for example, right? I would call them and see how they treat you on the phone, right? I would call them and would look at their listings that they have for rent and see, you know, are they taking the best pictures? Are they putting 
you know, are they asking for the best rent that they can? Are they asking too much? Are they asking too little? Are the the pictures that they're putting, you know, are they good quality pictures? The description, you know, is that good description for the property that they're trying to rent out? Are they just putting it on on their website or are they putting it on Zillow, Craigslist, or you know, other syndication website that they can? Yeah, good points. All right. So let's say you've got a property management company hired. Any tips for how to manage the managers from a distance? How to manage the managers would be, I would ask them, for example, if they were, uh, first, I would definitely review the the document, the property management document that they provide you, and then be very clear about what the, the maximum the property management company can spend without getting your approval. And then, you know, if it's an expense over, I mean, put in an amount that you feel comfortable with. If it's an amount more than that, always ask for before and after pictures and video of the work being done. So you kind of know for your documentation purposes, kind of what's being done with the house, you know, what it looked like, what's being done. And then also, you know, just to be fair to the property management company, like don't get too involved as long as, you know, they have a good process, they're providing you all the documentation. You know, just don't get too involved in, hey, you should be using this paint color for the house. You should be using this flooring. You know, don't, mic- don't micromanage. Too oh, much. yeah, don't do not do that. Like, we, we hate that with some of the owners that we manage for, where they try to micromanage. I mean, you know, sometimes we know, okay, this is the best flooring that we can put in the rental. You, you know, owner might not agree with it, but we know this is going to last for a very long time. So some things like that. Sounds good. So, Sharad, you've got a... You're a process-minded kind of person, obviously, and you're an active real estate investor yourself, and you've created this beautiful T-shirt that you're wearing that you're RE Simply. Tell us quickly a little bit about that. What is what is your software program all about? Yeah, so it's a software company that we started. It's, it's geared towards people who are doing for marketing to, to buy properties off-market. You know, they might be doing direct mail, you know, they might be doing cold calling or texting and then managing those leads, automating those follow-ups and then managing the KPI and data, the numbers on the back end. So an all-in-one software for real estate investors. For, not, for marketing not, more than anything. People who are doing marketing, it's for lead management, lead management and the, the data tracking. It's very like data-driven. All right. So is this something that is primarily focused on investors in the States or is it North America or is it worldwide? It's primarily focused only on U.S. market for now. Yeah, that's where most of your customers probably are. Plus, that's where the data is most most readily yeah. available, I would imagine. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Excellent. Well, Sharad, this has been very, very interesting. Thanks for your insights on managing from a distance. And if people want to find out more about you and what you do, where should they check you out? They can go to recently.com, R-E-S-I-M-P-L-I.com. And, you know, they can contact me from there. So all support inquiries that come through that supporting cannot answer, they get filtered down to me and I'll be more than happy to answer any questions. Or they can email me directly at shirad at recently.com. Awesome. Shirad, thank you very much. It's been a pleasure. Thank you so much, Dave. Thanks. Take care. All right, everybody. See you on the next episode. Well, hey there. Thanks for tuning into the Property Profits Podcast. If you like this episode... That's great. Please go ahead and subscribe on iTunes. Give us a good review. That'd be awesome. I appreciate that. And if you're looking to attract investors and raise capital for your deals, then I'm going to invite you to get a complimentary copy of my newest book right back there. There it is. The Money Partner Formula. You can get a PDF version at InvestorAttractionBook.com. Again, Investor 
attractionbook.com. Take care.